You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you? Yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. 24-7. <laughs> My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives. I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in, guys. We have a jumbo-packed episode of Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. I mean, or I guess a tea-filled episode of No Filter with Zach Peter. Um, I have Brett on the show. He is the mystery man in the new Vanderpump Rules trailer that is seen naked in the pool with Ariana. And I figured so many people had so many questions about him. So I'm going to bring him on the podcast today to pick his brain all about Scandaval, Raquel, Ariana, Sheena, all of it because he's friends with all of them and he knows all of them. So stay tuned for that. I also just wanted to shout out that the merch this week is 15% off if you use code BigCathy, which is a nod for those of you that have been tuning into book club so if you've been catching our weekly book clubs on youtube every tuesday then stay tuned for that i also think i want to do like a vanderpump rules rewatch for members on youtube since we do have like the zach pack members and i'm trying to think of like fun creative new content to put out for members i was thinking of inviting some of my pals that watch vanderpump rules or that watch bravo kind of like bethany's rewives but doing like a rewatch of some of the scandal episodes and in the weeks leading up to when the scandal episode is set to air and when the reunion is set to air of doing a little recap revisiting on the weekends of some of those old episodes of vanderpump rules with the Kristen and and tom sandoval and ariana cheating scandal and all of that sort of stuff because I've been watching some of them and I have a lot of thoughts about them. And I was like, maybe this will be fun because Bravo also also posted a list of episodes that they think we should rewatch to catch up on Scandaval. So I'm like, maybe I'll call up some of my friends and we'll do some members only Zach Pack recaps of old episodes of Vanderpump Rules. So you can always join the Zach Pack at youtube.com slash JustBlendZach. Most of all the content there is usually free, except for like some of the niche content that goes up for members. But you can join that. It's only $2.99 a month. It's not much. I do it mainly for the fun of it. And because I like to spill like extra hot tea on there that I can't spill on the main feed because then people will pick it up and spread it like an STD. But whatever. Hopefully you guys you guys are having a great week thus far. Um, and yeah, like I said, all the merch this week is on sale. Use code BigCathy in the merch store at JustPlainZach.com slash shop. That's JustPlainZach.com slash shop. Okay, so you know him as the mystery man, naked in the pool in the new Vanderpump Rules mid-season trailer, ahead of Scandaval. And it's so funny because I... I saw people have some chatter online about like, who's this mystery man naked in the pool with Ariana. And I laughed it off at first. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, like I, I know him. He's bright. He's been on the, the no filter podcast before. And then when I saw that, like people were like thoroughly investigating him and he had full on Reddit accounts trying to figure out what his identity was. I'm like, okay, we need to set the record straight. So please welcome Brett Kenyon back on the show. Brett, how are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me back. We're officially outing you as Ariana's mystery man. I know. It's crazy. I I feel like so bad that, you know, it's just me. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, were you surprised by... Okay, when you saw the trailer, were you surprised by the portrayal? Because they make it look like she's having like a love affair with you. Yeah. So literally, I had just woken up and I was like, I had a couple texts from people and I was like, oh, the new trailer's out. And someone said like, you're in it. But usually it's like, people will screenshot something. Like I'll be in the background of a scene and people are like, oh, you're in it. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Like, it's not a big deal. So that's what I thought it was. And then I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, I was like, that's kind of like a long clip of us in the pool. And then I watched it again and I was like, oh, they're trying to make me seem like I'm straight. And like, Ariana and I are having a little like open relationship or something. And that's when I was like, okay, wow, that was shady. <laughs> was it a little flattering though, to make it seem like you were part of this like incestuous affair within this friend group? Sure. I mean, <laughs> whatever Bravo has to do, you know, like I signed a release. I was just having fun with my friends. Whatever they want to do with that footage is up to them. So so people don't know that you've been friends with these people for years. Like this is not like new. Right. Yeah. I've known everyone for it'll be five years this summer, which is crazy. So five years were you really naked in the pool? And why were you naked in the pool? <laughs> So I love to go skinny dipping since really? I was little, literally like you could ask my mom, my grandma, my aunt. Just Why have you my not come family. over and gone skinny dipping? Invite me over. I'm always down to skinny dip. That's like the one thing my friends know about me. Like there's literally <laughs> pictures on my Instagram. If people want to go and look like of me skinny dipping in the past, I've been naked AF in Sheena's pool in Palm Springs, like all the time. Um, that's just me. I just like, let's take off our clothes and go swimming. But I actually technically wasn't naked i think i jumped in the pool with my bathing suit i might have taken it off and swam around once i got in but i didn't like jump in full naked but it was my idea to go skinny dipping so that's why we all got in naked <laughs> it's always my idea like if you go back to any of my friends in the past be like it's always brett who gets people to go skinny dipping love it um okay what were your overall thoughts on the trailer outside of your you know your pool affair it was good. It, it gave me chills for sure. Um, I think they did a great job editing it. You could tell that there was definitely some new stuff that they had just shot, which I think was great. I think they were on that so quickly. Um, yeah, it seems like fans are excited about it. And I'm excited to see how they edit it all together. Um, I thought it was really good. So you're friends with Sheena and w with Raquel, are you, were you, what's your read on the situation? What was yeah. your reaction when this news came out? I haven't spoken to Raquel in a couple of weeks. Um, so because of the news. Yeah. Because of the news. Um, I was always the closest with Sheena. Sheena's an amazing human, amazing friend. Um, one and Raquel and I were friends just as long as I've been friends with Sheena, but we didn't get really close until after her breakup with James she kind of went through this like spiritual awakening. And um, at the time I was actually dating an alcoholic and I was in an emotionally abusive relationship, which I didn't even realize it was emotionally abusive until Raquel was like, Brett, these things aren't right. These aren't normal. This is why I left my relationship. And like, she pretty much like guided me out of the relationship in a healthy way. So during that time, which a lot of people don't know, like, her and I got really close. Um, so it's been difficult that like sh she was lying for, 
I don't know, seven months or however long it was to all of us. Because like last year I'd gotten so close to her and I was so proud of the work that she was doing to like better herself after her breakup with James. And it seemed like she was going down this path of like owning her shit, but clearly she has a lot more stuff to heal. Um, sorry, that was a, that was a tangent. Cause I, I don't really want to talk about, I don't want to talk poorly about anyone during yeah. this interview. So- so you were completely duped by this. You didn't see anything. You didn't see any flirtation between her and Sandoval. Like this was all completely jarring to you. It was around December. The last time I saw everyone, uh, we hung out at Schwartz and Sandy's and I kind of like had an intuition that like something was going on between Tom and Ariana, like that, they were kind of fighting. Something Tension. seemed off. And I was like, I don't know. But again, I like I like to stay out of that stuff. Like, yeah. even though my friends are on a show, I'm not. I let them do their thing. And uh, yeah, I think everyone was just really disappointed. So was there ever an inkling that like maybe Raquel had a crush on Sandoval or Sandoval had a crush on Raquel? I mean, obviously, when you're in a long-term relationship like Tom and Ariana, like, there are ebbs and flows, right? Like, sometimes you have rough patches and sometimes you, you know, work through those things. But when it comes to Raquel, was there ever any sort of chemistry that you noticed in front of you guys? That maybe, because I know Jamie... I know, yeah, Jamie talked about something that she saw. I wasn't there that night. Um, It's more, it's like what they say, uh, Visions 2020 in hindsight, is that the saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, so now I'm able to piece things together, like, there was a guy, and again, I, I I really do kind of feel uncomfortable talking about this because, like, I think what people forget is that this is our real lives and these yeah. are our real friends. And, like, to them, it's just a show, but there's real feelings involved. And, like, it almost, I, I stayed quiet for a long time because yeah. these, these are my friends. I don't want to capitalize off of them. And, like, the whole pool scene is the reason why I'm here. But yeah. I, will, I will just say this. Looking back now, like... There was this guy over the summer, I think in one of the scenes, Raquel talks about how he eats eats her out so well. I ended up meeting that guy. Wow, I, think I want it was to meet him. Unre- can, I, can you give me his number? <laughs> it was one of the unreleased um, scenes, I think. And I ended up meeting him at a party in October. And Raquel was like, this is the guy I was telling you about that like always eats me out. And I'm like, oh, I love him. Like, he's great. He's hot. He was like a sweet soul. I could tell he's a good guy. I was like, you need to go for it. And she's like, no, no, no. And like, now I'm like, oh, okay. That's why she wasn't into this guy or like things like I was out. um, I'd be out with like Raquel and Tom was there once and she like had to leave suddenly because they were getting an Uber back together. And I was like, no, we're having fun today. Like, and she's like, no, he's my ride. I need to save money. And I'm like, okay, were, were they saving, was she saving money or stuff like that, you yeah. know, but in, not, right. nothing, nothing, like, yeah. nothing like what Jamie said. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jamie also seemed to, or sorry, Kristen seemed to allude um, when she was on Nick Vile's podcast that she thought that Schwartz was kind of sort of a beard and that Schwartz must have known about this. Do you think that Schwartz was kind of just like a ruse to deflect from you know, from Sandoval, because I know Jamie even said that when she asked Schwartz about the kiss at Sheena's wedding, she was kind of like Schwartz seemed to kind of dismiss it because he felt like Raquel was more of his sister rather than this, like, you know, romantic interest. I I truly don't know. Like, 
that kind of stuff. I'm kind of finding out in real time with everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I and I would imagine this is shocking. Like, listen, it's shocking and jarring for all of us watching it unfold. Um, you know, and I'm not even as close to the cast as I know you are that I can't even imagine how much this is turning up everybody's world upside down. Because it's like you knew Raquel that like and you knew Sandoval and you know Sheena. Right. And it's like I can't even imagine how challenging it is to you know, kind of compartmentalize everything. And I mean, even their position of still having to keep up with the show is is tough. Right. And that's like their job. Whereas I was like, I'm taking a step back and yeah. like reevaluate. It made me question everything. And I feel really guilty about that. It made me question all my friendships with everyone. Like, yeah. is this are, like, are what is everyone's intentions? Like, are these people who I think they are and X, Y, Z? And that was, I hate that I even thought that, but it just like, it mind fucked me pretty much this whole yeah, thing. That's um, And I think that's why I took a step back and I was just like, I didn't want to believe it almost. I didn't want to believe like how severe it was because I remember thinking when I first heard about it, like, well, Jax has cheated. Kristen has cheated people have cheated and then they get over it and then everyone becomes friends again. And I'm like, Oh, it's going to be like that probably. And then it was like, Oh no, this has been going on for a really long time. This is serious, blah, blah, blah. This is different. And like, as things unfolded and then with like a restraining order, I was like, that's when, it, that's when I was like angry. That's when I was like, I had to say something. I think yeah. I finally posted something on Instagram. I was like, this is actually a huge betrayal to your friend group and like to play the victim when we, your friends have been nothing but good to you is just like crazy and sad and heartbreaking. And I've cried for literally days about it. Like it just like I fucking like miss my friend and it's just so shitty to like, it's a betrayal. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just like shitty to think like this friend group will never be the same ever again. And like, just, it's like, I just feel like I've been like mourning, like, yeah the death of someone or just like mourning a friend group. It's like someone died because things will never be the well, same. It is like somebody died because you believed that this person was someone that you thought that they were. And you've now found out that they're not who they said they were. So this character that you had of who you believed your friend was is gone. It is like a, a mourning of a death. Right. And I mean, listen, none of us are perfect. We've yeah. all done things we regret. You know, I've been cheated on. I have also been, I have not like cheated in a relationship, but I have been the other person. So I've been on both sides and I, I see both sides never to the extent of this, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I, I have been manipulated by someone who said things that, Oh, I'm in an open relationship or this and that. And so I, I I'm a Gemini. I always see both sides of everything. Same, same. Right? I'm a Gemini. Yeah. But, but I, it just makes me sad to think that, it was done on the level that it was done yeah. to one of her best friends. Like I could never do that to my friend. It's also interesting to see people comparing this to like Tom and Ariana or Kristen and Jax. And they're like, well, how you get them is how you lose them. But it's like, I've been rewatching some of those old episodes and like looking back, I'm like, well, Tom lied to Ariana and told him that he was breaking up with Kristen and that's why she kissed him. And then the second she found out that he was still with Kristen, like she kind of disengaged from that and no longer right. pursued him in that way. And with Kristen right. and Jax, they were also very clear that when they hooked up, like to them, it was just sex that they couldn't even kiss each other because that felt too intimate. And they hooked up 
twice, you know, and these were, they were younger and dumber and that's not to excuse it because cheating's still wrong regardless. Or even Sheena, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, Sheena and Eddie Cibrian, but it's like, again, he was lying to her and telling her that he left his wife and he was no longer with Brandy and he led Sheena to believe that she was, you know, the girl of his world. And this is different because Raquel, and that's why so many people are like, well, you should hold Tom more accountable than Raquel, but I'm like, but Raquel was friends with everybody and she would knew what she was doing and she lied yeah. to everybody for months and that's what makes it so much more painful right and even though she is 10 years younger than everyone so like you have to remember like everything that yeah they've done 10 years ago essentially she's kind of doing now but that's still not an excuse just it's just an, it's just another added layer to it i think that's where people are having such a big issue with it yeah um you know if ariana and raquel were never friends and never talked yeah it'd be different but she's taking Um, selfies with her and he's dressing up as her for chris for halloween i did my oh my god my conscience could never i could never like i used to be the guilty person who like i don't know would do like the stupidest thing in school like accidentally like walk away with a pencil that i wasn't supposed to and i'd be like oh my god i stole a pencil right the guilt would eat it Like, imagine dressing up as your mistress on Halloween in front of everybody. Like, it's just, it's so twisted. I thought that was so funny until I realized, oh my God, wait, that's why it was done. Like, that's fucked up. But I will say this. I do truly hope and pray that lessons are learned, that people grow, people look from within, and that this is truly just like a soul contract. I do believe that we come here on earth to like, learn certain things and i think that there's certain things that like your soul just comes here to like experience and sometimes they're really dark things sometimes they're great things whatever but it's to grow and to learn and to feel all the emotions and have the human experience and i just pray to god that like she takes something out of this and that it just wasn't all for for nothing like that she really does some soul searching i was like why did i just throw away the best people in my life yeah, I mean, it's. I'm not, sorry to get all spiritual on no, you. I'm just, I'm not, no, but I'm not it's trying to all crazy. No, but it's like, true. I drop little spiritual nuggets on the show every week. Um, and I think that it's true. And I, that's one of the things that I get shit for sometimes, too, is it's like I like to see both sides of the argument. And I always like to play devil's advocate. And I know people don't always love that. But it's like, I think in order to fully understand something, we have to look at all sides and not just, you know, go at one, you know, go one way or the other. I've always been the same way. That's yeah. That's, that's the Gemini in us. Yes. Oh my god, I didn't know you were a Gemini. Yeah, I'm June fifteenth. I'm a, I'm June sixteenth. I think we did. I think we did talk about this. This is so funny though, because the number of people that I've attracted in my life in like the past couple of years that are all born on June sixteenth is like really? insane. Wow. Yeah. I think I really do think it's like a June Gemini thing. Like we really just are just always in the middle, and people come to us for their problems and like. <laughs> I don't know. I've always been the mediator. Like in middle school, we had this mediation program where like um, it was student mediators. And when people were being bullied or having fights, the students instead of the teachers were the ones that were supposed to like help yeah. the, the, the problem. And you had to keep it confidential. And I was the mediator in my in my school for it. Like I'm, I've always been that way. I'm a great mediator. Maybe you should host the reunion this season then. Maybe. Yeah, maybe I should be like a little bartender host in the back <laughs> for Andy. Do you think Raquel's going to show up at the reunion or do you think she's going to skip out? I think there's a reason why she got that restraining order. 
So <sighs> I feel like she's not going to show up. And if she does, it would be via Zoom. That's my guess. Yeah, I, that's what I'm hearing too. Um, is I that have no clue. I truly have no clue. Yeah, I'd, I've heard from a few different people that she hasn't been making things the easiest behind the scenes. And I think it's because she's afraid of, of facing everybody. And my thing is it's like, in order for you to pay the contrition that you need to do, like you need to face everybody and you need to be accountable for your shit and just be like, listen, I fucked up. Um, whether she loves Sandoval or doesn't love Sandoval, like whatever the case may be, like you still have to face it. Like it's not, it's not going to go away. The show's going to continue to air and this is going to continue to unfold, you know, on the world scale now it's not just a private friend group but you this is happening like on a reality show and like you right. have to face the music at some point even if it's not at this reunion she's gonna have to deal with it you know she can't run away with it forever i know she was just spotted in arizona and people were saying that she was headed to the airport to come back to la presumably for the reunion mm -hmm. taping I don't know. I don't love the the restraining order thing. I also saw that now I think part of her PR strategy is to lean into the fact that she believes that she may be um, autistic in some type of way. And I, I saw that. I, I made a comment about that. And I, I would love to talk about that. Um, yeah. It that was to me misconstrued. I think whoever had written about their autism, uh, Derek something's wife, right, from MTV. Yeah. Um, she was talking about having being diagnosed later in life yeah, and how it kind of made things make sense. And uh, I'm, I'm so sorry, cause I don't know if this is like public knowledge or not, but I was, I assume Raquel's talked about having ADHD and I don't know if that's a known thing, but again, I have ADHD. Yeah. I've been diagnosed since I was 19. So I, I feel like it's not like something to be shameful yeah. about. I think that Raquel was diagnosed later in life and I think that made things make sense for her. So I think that's what she was talking about. I yeah. think she was saying like, hey, like I get what it's like to have a diagnosis later in life, but people took it as like, oh, she's trying to say that she's autistic and that's why she had the affair. It's like, no, that's not what she's saying. People, let's not, let's not misconstrue words. And I couldn't determine whether or not that was a recent comment that she made or an older comment that she made because I know a lot of people have started to pull old interview clips and old tweets and old comments and they're trying to make them as like things that are right. happening right now and I don't believe she's active on Instagram right now right so I don't yeah, know if that I was a I don't think so. I don't think um, I don't know if that was like a recent comment or not. And again, taken out of context. I'm always like, we have to look at the full context. Cause for me, I was also like when I first read that, I was like, okay, my brother has autism and part of my background is in nonprofit fundraising. And I worked for 10 plus years helping families that had children on the spectrum. That to me, I'm like, when people come out and they try to claim that they're they try to self-diagnose, like I know mm -hmm. what the reality of that is like, that to me that's offensive. And I know that said that tends to happen sometimes um, with these self diagnoses. But I also think that there is room for people to give sort of like that grace period of being like, okay, well we have to look at the context and we have to look at the scale. And like, maybe this was a comment from six months ago. Again, I don't know. This happened literally. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't very, know. This happened. Yeah. This started circulating. Again, and I don't today. want to talk about yeah. anyone's like medical conditions. Cause I don't yes. know if that's public knowledge or not. But I will say, like, yeah, there's it's been hard reading some of the things that I've had to read about my, you know, old friend, because at there's the end of the day, I, I would imagine there's still love there. I still have a lot of love for her. 
and it hurts my heart it really hurts my heart that this all happened and i said that i would would never speak badly of her and I, I hope that anything that i've said is not speaking badly about her just it's just my opinion and i just i don't know people are so mean and i'm just like wrapping my head around it and I'm, but I'm just so glad that people are like embracing Ariana and are there for yeah. her. And um, it's just the whole thing's complicated. And I've always been very clear when I've addressed this on the show. Like, it's one thing to not condone their actions. And it's one thing to dislike what the, they did in Tom and Raquel. But it's like, we can't completely bash them as people. We don't know them. We don't know their character and people make mistakes and people are flawed. And I, I always like to say people are not good or bad. People are both people are good and bad. And we make good and bad choices every single day. So when we discuss make these, bad choices every day. Yeah. And so we have to, you know, remember that when we dislike somebody's behavior, that doesn't necessarily mean that we need to crucify them for who they are or their character either. And we, we haven't really heard from Tom or Raquel other than the statements that they've, that they've put out. I haven't loved them, but I'm very curious to see what they bring to the reunion and what their behavior is going to be like moving forward. Yeah. I, I do hope that Raquel shows up and I hope that she just owns her shit and she apologizes to everyone. Yeah. I'm not expecting it. it <laughs> it's just the, I'm expecting it. it. I, I mean, she better fucking bow down and just apologize and beg for forgiveness. Like, and drop this um, fucking restraining order. This restraining order is that's, stupid. That's the that's that's the only like thing that I'm like I don't understand why you would do that. You know that Sheena wouldn't hurt anyone. Like, and she yeah. she's not a threat. Like, yeah. I had tried to reach out to Raquel to be like, you need to drop that. Like, that is ridiculous. And I got a very like PR statement back, and I was just like, okay, cool, like great. Um, so. Yes. That's where that stands, and I don't know. I, don't, I feel like I don't threat. have much more to say about it. Yeah, Sheena's, Sheena's not a threat. Sheena didn't punch her in the face. Like, it's just, it's it's a wild accusation that really just kind of seems like a PR spin, which is unfortunate because it's like, if you hurt your friend and you betrayed your friend, then the last thing you're going to try to do is twist the knife in, you know, in their back because, you know, it's just, it makes it worse. Right. What are your thoughts about Kristen Doty rejoining the mix? I think it's great. Yeah. Um, you're excited to yeah, have Kristen. I back. love Kristen. I, I spoke to her yesterday, actually. Um, she texted me about the pool thing. <laughs> she was like, this is so funny. Um, and I'm glad it seems like people are embracing it. I mean, it just seems like she's just going to be in a couple end episodes, but um, I think it ties in nicely. And I think that, Again, I know that there is all this canceling in 2020, but I yeah. truly do believe that people can grow. Yeah. I think that's what we're here on earth to do is to grow and learn and make mistakes and fucking learn. Yeah. And I think that uh, that's so important. So it's it's so nice to see that people are embracing her back for the most part. And um, yeah, I love it. Absolutely. I mean, I'm glad to see her back. I mean, I don't even hate that Jax and Brittany are kind of doing their little PR thing. I saw that they did an interview with people yeah. and they're going to be on Watch What Happens Live. And so I'm like, you know what? Listen, they're reality stars. They're not supposed to be Mother Teresa's of the world, but we can also give them room to grow and continue to entertain us because that's what their job was, was to be entertaining. And they're hella entertaining. 
Um, do you think Tom Sandoval was really in Arizona? Because people said that he was spotted in Arizona, um, which we know Raquel was just in Arizona visiting her family. I'm and I just think in Arizona for Taylor Swift. Oh, I maybe I didn't see them. Maybe. I didn't see them. So. <laughs> so they weren't at the Taylor Swift concert if they were there. I don't know. Like I yeah, said, I, I was like, there that. haven't been any photos. I know Dumas reported on it, and I was like, there haven't been any photos that prove that Sandoval was in Arizona. But I mean, that would be wild if he was hanging out with her family in Arizona yeah. maybe they really are like in love I don't know it's it's crazy crazy we'll find out after the reunion how's Ariana doing I think she's doing good I finally talked to her this morning um she was like oh we're making our couple debut we're laughing about that <laughs> but um I think she's around a lot of good people and I know that she feels all the love from everyone and yeah, I, I mean, listen, I've been in that situation. There's no, there's no, nothing good about it. That's, that's all I'll say. <laughs> what did you learn from being in a similar situation to that? I learned either from my about yourself school. or about other people. Cause obviously yeah. walls come up and trust is betrayed, but like it also gives you an opportunity when walls go up, it gives you an opportunity to look inward. Right. So like, what did you learn? Maybe there were red flags in your own sort of, you know, dating habits that maybe, you know, took you down this path that you had to do some reflection on. Yeah. I learned that it's not about you. It's all about someone else. It's about, their insecurities, their traumas, their own lack of love for themselves to to do something like that, but also their lack of communication skills. Like, yeah, I remember when I was having issues with my ex, and I was like, "Let's sit down and talk about this. Let's figure out like why haven't we been having sex? Like, why are we fighting? Um, X Y Z. Like, and some people just don't want to talk about that stuff, or some people red flag rather just avoid the situation so i just learned that it's really not you at the end of the day it's all about the other person and if you can like like look at the psychology of someone else and realize that it has nothing to do with you at the end of the day it really doesn't. It's all projection. I think we fail to realize anything anybody else does even if it's directed at us has very little to do with us. Totally. Yeah, even down to like, when someone writes a mean comment about you online or whatever, it's like, oh, they either see something in you that they're jealous of that they wish they had, or they're dealing with something that, you know, they're they're struggling with something and they're just projecting onto you. Yeah. Um, I think that's like everything in life. What do you think about open relationships? Since that's like a big topic of conversation for this second half of the season about Tom and Ariana possibly being in open relationships. I think open relationships are very complicated. Um, have you yeah. ever been in one? What are your thoughts on them? I've never been in an open relationship. I don't think I could personally do it, but I know <laughs> lots of, in the gay community, it's very common. Very and common. I think it works it works well for a lot of people. I think that if you're able to have, I actually know even straight people that are in open relationships. Yeah. Um, I think if you can make it work, that it's great. I think that monogamy, I do think that monogamy is a real thing, but I also do think that sometimes you can't get everything from one person. And so if there are two people that are really just mature enough to make that happen, there's no judgment there. I think that's totally fine. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, my experience with someone who was like kind of in an open relationship, like I've talked about this on Sheena's podcast three summers ago. So it's not like it's out there. Like I was, someone wanted me to be in like a thruple situation, but like that got real complicated. I, I was like, like, Oh, that's not for me. But I ended up like falling really hard for the one guy and not the other. And then the guy who was like wanting me to be in the thruple, like fell for me. And then he was like, it got messy. Uh. And so I think that again, not for, not for me, not for everyone, not for but there's everyone. no judgment there. I think that there are people that truly can make it work and good for them. Like that, that's some hard shit to do. No, I have a friend couple that has been together for like 10 years at this point and they have an open situation and they have, you know, an open arrangement um, that works for them. And I didn't fully understand it. And I was like, well, can I come in? I was like, I'll probably break your relationship up if I come into your marriage. Um, I'm known for that, Brett. No, I'm kidding. Um, But (laughs) I like was trying to like pick their brain and understand it. And like, it works for them and they, you know, they have found a way that is, you know, successful. And I mean, it's not for everybody. But I also think more people that are in committed relationships may benefit from having an open relationship or kind of loosening some of the rules up a little bit. Because I think I don't I don't think you need an open relationship. But maybe sometimes like a threesome is good here and there, like spice things up. Like there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like when it's too strict, that's when people feel like the need to rebel and step out because it's like a rebellious teenager. When the rules are too tight, they want to dip out. When you tell them don't drink, don't do drugs, they want to experiment with that. And the temptation is ultimately what, what sort of, um, you know, intrigues them that when you leave the door open a little bit, sometimes just knowing that they have that freedom gives them the security to not even want to explore that. Totally. Yep. I agree. Yeah. So I I think that, uh, I don't know much about the open relationship rumors or anything, (laughs) but like, uh, I think that it it does work for some people and there's no judgment there. I don't know who had an open relationship and who doesn't, but good for them if they did. (laughs) But you would never do it. I would never do it. But I'm down for a threesome. <laughs> well, yeah, I love a good threesome. It sounds like most of the relationships on Vanderpump Rules have been open. They just haven't always disclosed it with their partner. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's a lot of reality TV, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. Um, but, I mean, I'm looking forward for the rest of this season. And you, I mean, your TikTok is popping off. Every time I go off, you have another, like, Taylor Swift bop popping. Yeah, I got I got to get back into my content creation. I just quit my job. I was actually doing content creation for um, a singer for the past 10 months. And it was a great opportunity. Love her dearly was such a fan back in the 2000s. But it has just taken all my creativity away from myself. So <laughs> I'm excited to get back into like creating content for myself again. So are you getting more active on Instagram? Or is you is your primary is your primary content focused on TikTok? I've always focused on TikTok, but I'm going to finally get over my fear of posting on Instagram. I think I always like had a fear of Instagram because there was like more people from like high school and college on there. But yeah, I need to get over that fear. It's so stupid. Yeah. Fuck them. Just go full Raquel and say fuck it in life. (laughs) Well, maybe not that full. Maybe not that full. (laughs) 
what's your TikTok so that everyone can go in and give it some love? Because every time I go on and I see all of your videos with the different songs that you incorporate, I'm always like laughing my ass off. Thank you. It's Brett Ken 13, B R E T T K E N 1 3. I love it. Well, everyone needs to go and follow you and support you. Any closing thoughts about this season of Vanderpump Rules? I'm just happy that we've rebounded from season nine. Season nine was a little <laughs> stale, you know, that cash shake up and everything. And even though I don't love that there's all this heartbreak and drama and friend breaks, friend breakups and relationship breakups, I'm happy for the fans that, you know, they're kind of back in it again. And I'm, I'm happy. I, I hope that, um, it continues on for another season for my friends because this is their job. And I know that they love doing it. They love entertaining, entertaining everyone. And um, yeah, I'm just happy that BPR is back on the map, baby. <laughs> I mean, it's not just on the map. It's all over the map. Like it's become yeah. this scandal is scandal has become like international news. And this is why I think like Tom and Raquel need to come to the reunion. They need to face their shit they need to apologize because if anything Vanderpump Rules has shown us that these relationships go so deep that like there's always a way to work through your issues as long as you're willing to take ownership and accountability and even the fans will continue to ride for you but we have to see that you're human and that you own up to your mistakes and you're willing to move past them look at Dodie everybody's so excited that she's back and she like came to rack shit up for multiple seats like she carried the first few seasons of Vanderpump Rules on her back and she was so chaotic but it's like we love to root for you and we also love to root for your downfall but we're also there to pick you up once you hit the ground totally i agree would you ever join the show like full-time or are you like "Ah." (laughs) no i'm good uh i see the stuff that they go through it's not for me i mean listen if someone was wanting me to absolutely do it and it was like it felt right maybe but i like just to be naked in the pool on the sidelines watching (laughs) That's, that's always fun (laughs) oh thank you brad it's always great chatting with you guys go give him a follow on tiktok are there any other socials that you want to promote or plugs that people can slide into your dms are you single i'm very single there we go tiktok and instagram are the ones that i mostly use brett ken 13 that's it brett ken 13 slide into his dms he gets naked in the pool so if you want to go on a skinny (laughs) dipping date i'm inviting you over and we're gonna have lots of no filter wine and we're gonna get fucked up and skinny dipping well i don't know if our building will let us skinny dip but we'll break all the rules who cares who cares (laughs) (laughs) i love it thanks brett bye Oh my goodness gracious almighty, Brett. Thank you so much for joining. Hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. Guys, go and give Brett some love. Give him a follow. Stock up on your merch at justplainzach.com slash shop. Again, use code BIGCATHY to get 20% off. Go and support my pals at Chomps. Use code Zach20 and you get 20% off. Go and try their new flavors. I mean, all of their flavors, you get 20% off with code Zach20, but you can try their new taco flavor their new habanero flavor if you like spice like me so go give those a try right now limited edition 
chomps.com. Go to chomps.com right now and get your tickets to No Filter Live. No Filter Night Out with the Brav Bros, April 27th in Philly at City Winery. City Winery in Philly, April 27th. Get your tickets at nofilterlive.com. You can always give me a follow at Just Plain Zach if you want to keep up with me personally and keep up with what's going on in my life. Or if you just, if you don't give a shit about me and you just care about the reality TVT, as soon as it spills, then go and follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach. That's at No Filter with Zach and catch new episodes of Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Got new episodes for you. Leave me a nice Apple review, podcast review on Apple. Five stars only if you love me because I love you. I love you, mean it. Bye.